now transmitting the Mint Condition Podcast. Everybody. Welcome to episode number 262 of the Menkadish Podcast, uh, right here on uh, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, that's where we are. I am Scott the Bot Savage, along with... Sweet Wayne! And on assignment in Kenya is Joe. Unfortunately, he could not make it. Um, he had to go to a housewarming ceremony slash barn raising down in Kenya, so unfortunately what? he can't be here. Um, so we thought, you know what? Joe's not here. This is uh, this also a week we didn't have anything to talk about. <clears throat> well, I will way to pull pull the curtain, you uh-huh. know, give him a peek behind the curtain. But no, um, but with with Joe not being here, and like Wade said, this was kind of a slow week for us as far as like stuff we were doing. Um, so we Wade and I have been like um, um, hitting back and forth this idea of doing uh, watch along movie commentaries. For for the for the podcast's episodes, we thought it'd be a nice, fun change of pace. Yeah, and we we've done this before. We did Jingle All the Way for Christmas. Yeah, we did two the years jing- ago. Yeah, we did Jingle All the Way. However, that one was its own thing. That was kind of like a a, a, a pilot episode, if yes. you will. So, if you want to catch the quote unquote pilot episode or the pilot of this idea, watch, go back in the archives, watch the Jingle All the Way episode on our YouTube, youtube.com slash Minkadish Podcast or Production. Excuse me. Um, and you can you can get a sense of what it's like. Um, we've also, if you listen to our sister podcast, uh, Watching Crappy Wrestling, you know that the very first episode, which was intended to be the the how the series was supposed to go until the WWE Network started to suck, um, it, uh, that first episode is a watch along. So <sighs> if you wanna if you wanna get yourself a little like caught up on the watch along idea, watch the Jingle All the Way episode. Watch the first episode of Watching Crappy Wrestling, and you'll get a sense of what's going on. So, for those unaware of how watch alongs work, um, so what we're gonna do is we're you know when we do a watch along, we'll have a movie in, we'll have it at we'll have it at time code zero zero zero. Give you a little countdown, and we'll say play. When we say play, you hit play if you want to watch the movie along with us, and. Well, you can watch it along with us, yeah. hence the name Watch Along. And we didn't tell you what the movie is. Well, you've read the title of the, the episode. Yeah, but if you haven't read the title, uh, the very first movie we're going to do is we are going to do Mallrats. Yes. Uh, the Kevin Smith movie from 1996? Nope. nope. 95. 95. <clears throat> um, so 1995. We were yeah. watching the 10th anniversary edition. It says extended edition, but we're watching the theatrical we're gonna version. Do, yeah, we're doing the standard <clears throat> edition now. We might do... An extend of uh, a watch along of the extended version because I also like the extended version. Um, 
it's not like, and you've heard me mention this on the podcast before, it's not like the um, the big extended edition, the, the Tom Hanks movie, where I feel like it's better to watch the extended version. Yeah. This is one where I feel like both versions are good in their own way. But and also, the extended version, you, you kind of see why some of his You do, but you also get a better sense. I, th- I think you have a better sense of some of yeah. the inner workings. And we're, so it has its pros and cons. And we're doing the theatrical version because some people might not have the extended edition. Right. Or they're watching it online. They only have the theatrical cut, right? So we're but, doing the theatrical cut. Yeah. So if we, I was gonna say, so if we do, it, just a word of warning now, if we, because it's it's it is a possibility. If we do the extended version of Mallrats, make sure you have access to that, whether it be the yes. 10th anniversary edition DVD. I don't think there's another. Is the, there a Blu-ray edition of this? There is a Blu-ray <laughs> edition, and if you have the or if you have the HD DVD oh. release of Mallrats, that's the reason it wasn't on Blu-ray for so long. It was originally put on HD DVD. Okay. Um, but yeah, Mallrats came out not too long ago on Blu-ray. So yes, so this one is very important for me. I don't. I know it's important <clears throat> for you, but yes. I don't know if it's the same type of importance. It's pretty important. But for me, this is a very important movie. This was like the first movie that I I got into myself. That like it helped mold me, helped change me. It, it affected me. Yeah. This was a movie that at the video store, I rented this movie so much. Let me put it this way. I watched this movie and wanted it so bad. This was one of those movies where if I was in the mood, like if this was the movie I was going to rent, we'd have to go to multiple <clears throat> stores yes. just to make sure that I got a copy yeah. of All Rats. We'll talk more about it while we watch the movie. We can, but I, yeah. I just want to give people a, a sense of where, because like I'm serious, like this movie is really important. I think to I've me. watched it out of all the Kevin Smith movies. It's probably the second most watched one I've ever watched. And this was the <clears throat> first one too. Yeah. That was the thing. Like I didn't know about the whole Jay and Silent Bob universe. Well, the universe. first one you saw. No, that's what I'm saying. This is okay. the first one I watched. Uh, yeah, it's not the first one. No, in I said no. I'm saying this okay, is the first okay. one I watched, and so I didn't know about. Like I'd heard about Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I thought. That's the one I watched so many times. I thought that was my this, But I'm saying, I thought this was the first movie. I didn't know they were even in it when I found it. I just, I just, it just seemed interesting to me. <clears throat> so I picked it up. I knew nothing about this movie. But uh, other than, oh, <clears throat> well, that, that Jay and Silent Bob, they're in it. And, and you know, I haven't seen that movie. Maybe this will help. And <clears throat> Yeah. There, so, there we are. And if you hear us clearing our throats, we had a show last night, so we're kind of yeah. Cra- if our voice cracks, sorry. Yeah, don't worry <clears> though. Tea. We've got tea. We've got coffee, tea, and me. So yes. we're ready to go. So as I said, we are <clears> at <throat> uh, we are at zero 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 zero. Now, if, as you're a doing, time if you're watching the tenth anniversary edition, there is like a Universal Studios like trailer i skipped through it so this is at exactly yeah zero zero of the movie not of the ad right <clears throat> so like i said what we're gonna do is we're gonna say one two three play and then when i say play you play yeah and uh like i said so get it ready so three two home. one play yeah so three two one play play there we go it's back all right universal studios um, the old Universal logo. Yeah. <clears throat> um, looks so old. Speaking of old, um, like, like I was saying uh, before as a setup, you know, I, I ran this movie so much. Um, now, when I ran it from Blockbuster, obviously they had multiple copies, but uh, there was a video store. Wait, I know you know about it. We've talked about it, I don't know how many times. Oh, Movie Time Video? Yeah, uh, Movie yeah. Time Video in uh, Arbutus, Maryland. And um, they only had like there were some movies they had multiple copies of, but this was one that they only had one copy. And this is VHS, 
So... Oh, classic. You know. That's the one of the best opening lines in the movie. One time Walter stuck a hamster up his ass. Uh, but the reason I brought it up is like... Flesh Tanning Salon. I probably watched that movie so much, they probably had to buy a new tape at some point. Yeah, there's something... I haven't watched this movie in probably... Oh, Popular Girl, they'll, they'll play it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched this movie in probably three years. It's been a while since I've watched this movie. I, I think I watched it. It's because like, it's in my blood, so I don't need to watch it again. Yeah, I think I watched it, like, maybe, like, last Rogue year Munchers. or something. Like, I, like Big Lebowski, I can't... I can watch the movie anytime, but I don't need to. Yeah. Oh, this is one of my favorite, like, openings that Kevin Smith's ever done. Like, the music... Oh, everything about it is yes. absolutely perfect. Uh, the Mulrath soundtrack, by the way, is so good. I mean, everything fits, but you can also agree it is so quintessentially '90s. Yes, it could. This couldn't have been done in any oh, other. Oh, the sliding text. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, such a good song. I love this opening as well because it's like comic book style. I love the Shan Doherty comic here. Yeah, it's kind of like an homage. Now to going back to <clears throat> now going back to the uh, the Mike Allred too. Going back to the cousin Walter thing, right? I've always been curious. I don't think anyone's ever asked in a Q&A, at least not one that's been filmed, what the fuck the point of it even was. Because he only really comes back uh, later in the movie uh, when he's telling the story and the deal with fucking uh, Grant Hit Or not Grant, Gill. Grant was the next movie. Um, and I'm really curious what that was even the point. Yeah. I do. Um, I do like that these homage to comic books, like Gwen Thirteen, which yeah. is definitely Gen Thirteen. Yeah, like you. Can, that's <clears throat> that's the thing that I that I really enjoy about these two is like, especially being a comic book fan. Oh yeah. You know, you know what they're I parodying. Loved, I love. I love the Mike Allred with T. S. Quinn. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah. No, my favorite. This one's my favorite. The Incredible Bulk. Yeah. I love Ethan. I just love Ethan Suplee. Oh, we'll talk about him and the, the man Stanley on the cover. On like the quintessential comic book s cover, I thought it looked like Colonel Sanders to me, because I watched uh, a, a Waterboy, like because Waterboy came in when I was a kid, and this I probably watched this when I was like eleven or twelve. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just thought it was Colonel Sanders from a uh, Waterboy. Also, it took me a while to realize who what the joke was in Waterboy. Apparently. Really? Yeah, I was a kid when it came Dude, out. Dude, I got it. Yeah. Well, he looked like the Colonel. Oh, uh, butt man. How did you not? I, I, I don't know. I don't fucking get it. I don't know, man. And, uh, Sometimes I don't I know myself. And uh, the the song you're hearing is uh, Social by uh, Squirt Gun. Great song. Which, it's a good song, but good luck finding the rest of their stuff. I, I, yes, I, right? I, I tried finding their some of their Data music. Fine. It's it's hard to find. Um, but if you can get a hold of any of their stuff, um, they're, they're pretty good. I mean, let me put it this way. What you see is what you get, or I guess in this case, what you hear is what you get. Like, this is pretty much what, what, you know, their style. So if that appeals to you and you want more of it, look up Squirt Gun. You won't be disappointed. There's Claire Forlani. Claire Forlani. Who plays Brandy Zenning. That's a nice car right there. T.S. really, really rocking that car. By the way, when I watched this back in the day, you know, because this was like pre-internet at my house. I mean, not internet existing. I always thought there was something off about Brandy. And I figured it out. In real life, she's British. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Because I, I always thought her accent was a little weird. Like, you definitely tell she's trying to I do wonder. American. And I never, it never dawned on me until I looked her up. Because I was like, what are, what are you know, what's, what's the cast up to? Like, the lesser knowns. You know, the ones that were really just in this movie. Yeah. And, of course, a uh, friend of the podcast, Scotty Redman Bones. Right uh, here, T.S. a.k.a. T.S. Quint, uh, a.k.a. J- uh, Jeremy London. Yeah, Jeremy London. 
<clears throat> yeah, T.S. Quinn, what a 90s name. Well, like, what does T.S. stand for? <sighs> Tommy I know, Smith? I know the Quint was a reference to Jaws. Oh, the YMCA, uh, uh, the embolism in her brain. Wasn't yeah. it? I believe that, that was, was in like, Clerks. Was, yo, no, no, no. There, <laughs> that is that Julie Dwyer. She's the one that dies in Clerks. Yeah. Technically, this movie is before Clerks. Yeah, and also... Uh, in Clarice, they also reference um, Alyssa Jones, which is Chasing Amy, which yeah. we'll, we'll talk about. We'll do Chasing Amy one. Yeah. Well, if you watch mm. the, um, she's actually in, there was a, a scene where she was supposed to be in it. There was supposed to be a scene at the wake, but it ended up not happening. There's an animated version you can find on the DVD. Yeah. But, um. It's it w- a great opening because it's just straight up like, uh, it sets up everything you need to know. Like, you know, about TS and you know that the. She's going to be in the game show, and all yeah. ties in. And I really, and I really thought throughout this whole movie, they had really good chemistry. Yes. Together, like I like, I mean, because like it wasn't like it didn't really feel like acting. It felt like yeah. to me, it's just like you know, I don't know, just felt right, you know. It's also you know weird because <clears throat> you know Clerks was in this convenience store. This is a sequel to Clerks, not a sequel to Clerks, but this is the sophomore effort of Kevin Smith. There he is, Michael. Rooker. Now, see, this movie is the reason why I get weirded out when I see him with hair because I've only He's ever Mr. Spenning. But he, I'm just saying, like, I've only ever seen him bald. Yeah. I think I saw him in one other thing. I can't remember what, but he was bald in that too. Yeah. So, like, I when I do see him with hair, it's just I love so this. weird. To I mean, me. you're being a complete ass, and then here comes Michael Rooker's ass. Which I mean, you know, he doesn't have a bad ass. Yeah, I just think that's a nice little. Uh, that's a nice... That feels very Kevin Smith. Like, I would just transition to that. Uh, this is, like, his sophomore effort. Uh, and this movie did not do well. No, it didn't. <clears throat> no, this movie did very, very uh, badly. So the budget for this was, like, $6.1 million. Yeah. Well, that's pretty modest. Because this is, like, after Clerks and the... I hate... We're going to sadly, sometimes, we might have to bring up Weinstein's name. Because that's how the well, history th- was. Weinstein well, yeah. gave him the deal. Well, well I mean, <clears throat> Kevin Smith's even straight up said, like, you know, it sucks that, like... Such a crummy dude is the reason why, you know, people, like, he's a he's a, a household name. Yeah. You know, his name's a household word. And, you know, I, th- I think he even said, like, anything it. he's done with Weinstein, he's 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 not taking money for. So, like, and he's not making, yeah. he doesn't make money off, like, I love, DVD sales of these I movies. love when, like, she knocks on his head. It's like a hollow sound. It actually does sound like he's uh, knocking on the door. Um, I feel like usually, like, in my, especially in my teenage years, I felt like Brody. Yeah, but you want to know the one thing that bothers me about Brody's it. room? Is it is it the blanket looks gross? No. Oh, okay. I don't like when people like have posters up like that where it's all like jumbled and like yeah. one's over <clears throat> another. Like I'm sorry, but like like I see your shit out. Like I see it with a lot of like bands when like they put stickers on their guitar and they're called, no offense, Wade, you had one your guitar named Shithead. Yeah. It just bothers me because <clears throat> like eventually you know one of those stickers is going to be covered up. It's like <clears throat> I don't know. To me, it's just. To, to me, it's just kind of like breakfast schmeckress. Unintentionally disrespectful. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I would say it's, it, it's nice to see like you know have you have know, TS and Brandy. Now we get to see um, Brody and uh, Renee, two different characters, uh, different types of relationship. Both uh, tremors. That's a that's a good poster of tremors. <clears throat> um, but yeah, like, have you did you ever try playing that game he's playing? The hockey game. Yeah. No. Like I was like, one I've, day I'm gonna play that game. Wade, I have only ever played one hockey game, video game in my entire. No, that's not fair. I played two hockey games <clears throat> in my entire life. 
hockey on the Atari 2600, and the last NHL hits game. I will that say, is it. Those are the only hockey games, I've, video games I've ever played. I will say, I do appreciate that it seems like, well, not every Jason Lee portrayal in in the View Askew universe, because we don't see much of uh, his character from Clerks 2. No. The, you, yeah, I mean, but, but what I want to say is, like, both him and Banky are playing hockey video games. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's a nice little... Uh, well, there's always a hockey reference oh in every God, movie. Oh, my God. That Comedy Central sign there. Well, yeah, no, all those movies, there's always a hockey reference. Yeah, <laughs> they play they play hockey on the roof in Clerks. Um, he's playing the hockey video game in this and Chasing Amy. Dogma have the Demon Boys. Dogma, <laughs> the, the one kid's wearing a hockey jersey, and they got the hockey sticks and shit. Um... Jason Bob Strike Back. I'm trying. I gotta think. No, there's a hockey reference in there somewhere. I'm sure, but I don't know what it is. Um, and I'm sure there's one in Clerks too. Like I know, I know he puts in kind of like how Adam Sandler always has a wrestling. Oh yeah, reference in his <clears throat> movies. Now the one thing about this scene that always like I've always loved, and and this is before like I ever paid attention to shit. I like when they're having the con- they're having this conversation. Him and Renee. And like as she's told, like she's pouring her heart out, but she's she's moving the furniture and shit to get out. Yeah. And like the way she does it, it I I don't know. I it just it always stuck with me. And then I always felt so claustrophobic when she climbs out the window because I was yeah. like, oh my god, my fat ass would get stuck. Oh yeah. Also, <laughs> wait. When we were teenagers, and one of us and one of us would answer the door. How many times did I ever answer just like Birdie? <laughs> Holy shit, what is it, Mon Frere? <laughs> yeah. Somet- sometimes in my bathroom. Just kidding, I never had a bathroom. Uh, Wish I did. I never also, had a bathroom either. Also, did you ever notice that he's drinking his orange juice out of a wine glass? Oh my god. I never fucking noticed yeah. that. I you know why? I was so focused I on him having the candelabra. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I'll, I'll get that one. I, I, I'm willing to let go because that could have been his parents' decision before he was born. But I always notice the jug of orange juice that I don't notice that he's drinking out of a fucking wine glass, unless I, he's making screwdrivers. I also love how the basement is obviously like he's such a loser that like, like obviously the bed blanket. The comforter was not his. It's probably his mom's yeah. leftover. That couch is definitely not his. Yeah. <clears throat> I also like when you look at the comic book boxes. Okay, so if you watch this completely out of context, and you had no idea that comics were a thing. You'd swear to God he had like criminal records in there or like <clears throat> files in oh, there. Like a, it looks. He's a big pulp fan. I'm just <clears throat> saying it looks like. Also, can we appreciate this uh, spread eagle shot of uh, of Jason Lee with. Yeah. Uh, with that one piece covering up the front, so we can see he's definitely a boxer man. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, they're both they both have their. I like this two shot. Well, I mean, Kevin Smith was the king of the two <clears throat> shot. Oh yeah, like I love this two shot because you see, you know, he's in his underwear and bathrobe, but TS is like kind of a little more. Yeah, he's a little more of the conservative. And, I, one. and the thing <clears throat> that I like about them is it's is there a it, fart in front of her. <laughs> The thing I like about the dynamic between hit those two rather than a Dante and Randall or, you know, um, like Holden and Banky yeah. is they really are mm-hmm. two halves of the same person. Yeah. They, I, I they're think. A writer and a, and a they're, They are, well, I mean, if you think about it, they're in the same predicament, but they're on different sides of the spectrum. But personality wise and everything, they really are the same person. It's almost <clears> like. In a in a cool in a cool way, whether or not this was intended or not, 
It's almost like Kevin had like two ideas of what direction he wanted to go and said, fuck it. We'll split the ideas in half and then we'll give one to Brody did you, and one to TS. Did you know, uh, I mean, Han, did you ever have a, ever like fear after watching this movie in your relationship to never fart in front of uh, the significant other? I, dude, before I saw this movie, shit, the first time I farted around Caitlin, she doesn't believe me, but I was mortified. Uh, I've held it. I've had legit stomach aches because oh. I had to hold them in. But after a while, you're like, yeah, it's fine. The smell yeah. of Converse in the morning. Love this line. Uh, also, oh, there, also the View Universe <clears throat> debut of Ben Affleck, a young Ben Affleck. Oh my, an, a, with a, a giant a young, suit jacket, a young baby face. I think. Well, well, you know, he was trying out for the Dave Byrne role in the uh, <laughs> the Talking in the Talking Heads doc and the Talking Heads biopic. Um, fucking fashionable man. But uh, real quick, because uh, uh, just a quick anecdote. I get sad now when I watch this movie when they mention the jaws popping out of the water thing because the ride's no longer there. Yeah. But I'm glad I got to go on it. Also, do you this also takes place in Easter with that little poster there takes place in Easter. Very good self design. Boom. Yeah. One of the best uh Gang. Also, shout out to the person with the scaffolding or whatever mm-hmm. that like totally no sold it. Like, how do you, like? At the, let me put it this way: even if it was that so, was an awkward line. He's like, the stage is being erected. <laughs> what? Who says that? Anyway, go ahead. Well, I mean, I do, but I think I say it because of this movie. Yeah. Um. But no, I was just saying, I like how the dude like no sold. Like, okay, even if the metal was so thick that it wouldn't physically register, you didn't hear that loud ding. Here and of is. course, Willem Black. Will- this is this the second Willem Black. Yes. the first one was Scott Mosher. In yeah, <clears throat> um, and he, who was supposed to play this role, but when Ethan Suplee tried out, apparently he wowed them. Also, and- let's talk about Ethan Suplee. Late, lately, he has got ripped. He, oh, he's good absolutely for him. Shit. Absolutely. I mean, you talk about one of the good guys. Oh yeah, like he's, he's a- probably uh, the stories you hear about Ethan Suplee. He's not just one of the good guys. He's one of the goodest guys. Yeah, like he just he's a, a very wholesome person. And um, before we did this, I actually found his Instagram and he posts a lot of like kind of inspirational things. I'm like, good for you, man. Yeah. Now for those those like me who before they saw this were wa- had watched American uh, History X. No I'm kidding. Well, I'm no, kidding. no, but he was in that. <clears throat> I was going to say um I I my introduction to Ethan Suplee was Boy Meets World. Uh, he oh, was Frankie yeah. Stacchino, and uh, his dad was on the show was Vader. <clears throat> and he has a little brother and everything. And uh he's also my name is Earl. Oh, he, well, he was my name is Earl. No. But um I always really loved that character because he was very poetic. He was a very he was even though he was, he played a bully for for most of it. He was like a soft spoken bully, and he was a more interesting character on that show. Just his presentation and just the way he did it. But I think deep down, I think I've always thought <sighs> Ethan Suplee had like he he was definitely like someone who I think when he was fat and even when he you know he, and he proved it while he was still fat. But he was someone who, like, you could cast even in a role that wasn't meant for a quote-unquote fat person. You know, like, you you know, you know, sometimes you see roles and they're like, oh, we need a fat person for this. Fuck it, we'll call Ethan. He's the kind of guy that could, oh, I think could enhance, I think he's the guy that could enhance any role regardless of his body type. Oh, a sailboat. <laughs> now, could you, Shut see up. A, could you see a sailboat? The schooner, I'm sorry. Uh, no, because <laughs> uh, in doing some digging uh, for this show, I discovered that it's not a sailboat. In real life, the picture is, it's a picture of a square, a triangle, and a circle. Oh. How true that is, I don't know, because I can't, couldn't see it. 
I did learn what a, what a schooner is. I'm yeah, like, oh. a schooner. A schooner's a oh, sail. Here we go. A schooner's oh. a sailboat. Stupid head. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Now this was my introduction the, to these the guys. Color. The color debut of Jay and Silent. Yeah. Bob. Like I said, this was my <laughs> this was my um, introduction to Jay and Silent. Bob. And I'm going to straight up say it. I think this is my favorite iteration of Jay and Silent. Bob. Oh, no, look wise, <laughs> character wise, everything. Yes. This was. I think this is the greatest example between this and Chasing Amy. This those two moments are where what really shows like the heart of the characters. Mostly, more so Jay. Also, this Jay yeah. looks like he has like. Slippery stuff on his feet because he's just sliding and lot. Oh, he probably does. They probably just mop the floor. <clears throat> like, I think this is great for Silent Bob because he's doing the Jedi thing. I think there's, like, there's the so other... much payoff. Even in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Pack, I think there's more payoff for Jay and Silent Bob in this. And, and not only that, but uh, I always felt like uh, Silent Bob emoted better and kind of really in this one, even Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I think this is a great example of Kevin Smith like acting more with his body and better with his body <clears throat> yeah. as Silent Bob than any other role he any other. But Chase Amy, he, he just smokes a cigarette. Well, then, he, but yeah, but also remember he tells that long story, the the, the long Amy story. Yeah. So you kind of let it slide. But like clerks, he it, it's him. He says one line because Jay is so Jason Mewes is so drunk. Yeah, he was never supposed. I love that's one of my favorite tell. things that it's he was never way, supposed to up, say. And I think that was great. I'm trying to figure out what hat he's wearing because he's. I think he was wearing a Felix the Cat hat in Clerks. I don't know what hat he's wearing now, but I, I never got one. But <clears throat> when I discovered it was a Felix cat, uh, the cat hat, I always wanted one. Ever since I, I like Felix, but like you know, I wanted to be like Kevin Smith. I love how they get to these plans <clears throat> to uh, take down the stage. I'm like, why do they? They were gonna destroy it anyway. Yeah. Fun fact: I also wanted a trench coat, be, like his, be, the leather one, because of I, dude. Like, trust me, being a fat guy, Kevin oh, Smith was someone I fucking idolized. Fucking scary ass the floors, the fours, the fours. Sorry, uh, he's played by Sven Oli Thorson. Oh, good dude. Like, he just seems like he had, I think that I remember in the commentary, uh, he, uh, he was such a pleasure, apparently. Like, he was such a pleasure to work with. Oh, yeah, no, they, they uh, I think in one of the Q&A, someone asked about it, and, uh, you know, I mean, I, 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 this is literally the only movie of his I've Dude, ever seen. Jay, Jay is definitely, like... Because, you know, like, in the 90s, everyone was, like, super into Wolverine. It's always oh, these, yeah. certain, these certain guys that love Wolverine. He was one. Uh, also, I love the shirt that Brody has. I have no clue who's on the shirt. No clue either. But in Jane and Bob Reboot, which I'll probably chime in here and there, but they have a Stan Lee version of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think which I, I remember that I remember that coming up, and I thought that was a really nice way to, like, oh, God. keep him in there. This is a running gag. No, this is the closest thing to, like, fucked up in this movie for me. Because, like, I'll even let them beating up the Easter Bunny slide. But, like, I do have a problem with people, like, quote-unquote, ruining the illusion for children. Yeah. But, it's but I mean, it's, it's not sailboat. real. And the way it's done is funny. Stupid head. <clears throat> there is no Easter Bunny. Hey, and, <clears throat> and I'm not going to lie. If I was one of those kids, I'd be fucking terrified. Yeah. He's... Because he's always had these intense eyes, you know? This is, uh... <clears throat> the, kryptonite, the, the kryptonite <clears throat> condom story. Yes. Which, 
I still I do agree with Kevin Kevin on this one. If you watch the evening with Kevin Smith when he talks about getting the um, the Superman role, this is I honestly believe <clears throat> what he said jokingly, but I believe it that someone who was working on the movie was like. Heard the kryptonite condom story. was like, this <clears throat> dude fucking understands what Superman's about. He knows how it works. <laughs> Let's get him. Yes. To do, to do fucking Superman. Uh, yeah, it's just hot Floridian sex with Brandy. And who wouldn't? <clears throat> you know what I mean? Who wouldn't? It's not part of the food court. I learned a lot on this. I, to be fair, I don't know how he could assume it was part of the food court. It's, it's not sna- in it's the food snack, court. It's a snack thing. It's like Annie Ann's. That's not yeah. food court. That's... That's just snap, minimal no, snacking. There's specific, well, but 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 still, like it, it's it's not about what it is; it's where it is. You know. Yeah. But technically speaking, even if you had something in the food court that wasn't food, if it's in the designated square, it's fucking part of the food court. This is End where, of story. <clears throat> Cherche la femme. Cherche. Cherche la femme. Cherche la femme. And there's Renee doing some shopping. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, yeah. So by the way, that is a, <clears throat> that is not. If I let me put it this way, if I just had like an emotional like discussion that basically led to the end of my relationship with my girlfriend, who I, uh, as he you know he, he he proves he really loves her, I wouldn't start off that conversation with that would look terrible on you. <clears throat> That's just me. It, he but I like about is TS is more open with his emotions. He's more like sad and depressive and mopey, but Brody is very. Uh, using humor, use, he's yeah. hiding it. A but bit. what's great is like they're both that way to a fault. Yeah, which works. Like TS is mm-hmm. is emotional to a fault where he 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 kind of doesn't have a filter, so he kind of lets shit come out that maybe he shouldn't in that moment. Yeah. Whereas Brody, he hides so much of it to a fault to where like because he in doing so he's kind of not being honest. Yeah. And I and I really like that. I, I think it's really cool. God, I never thought I'd do a deep dive into mall rats. Uh, By the way, um, strictly to the theme of Mighty Mouse, I, I love gonna, that look Brody gives. Like eh. I was gonna say, <clears throat> to this day, Caitlin has still not done a striptease to the theme uh, for Mighty Mouse for me. I will let everyone know in the podcast if she does it. You can see her nipples through her burial. Okay, now I've been. <clears throat> to, here's my thing about that line. I've been to enough funerals. To know that there's no fucking way you'd be able to see anyone's nipples yeah. at a funeral. Funny line, though. Funny uh, line. We are at, just for as a reminder for people, we are at 23 minutes and 9 seconds. 10, <clears throat> 11, yeah. 12. Over there. And then we're at uh, Silent Bob, big fucking lump on the floor. Yeah, scene. I this <clears throat> now this was another one of those things that I was like, re- I really like. Fat Buds J. <laughs> I, love, I love these like blueprints that they do. Oh, I don't know... <laughs> Bad came motherfucker, Jay. <clears throat> I don't know who came up with these, but they're fucking or her brilliant. All oh, this kid. <clears throat> now I love the little. I love the little beef between Silent Bob and the child. Yeah. Also, why did they use Jay's actual sock? Why did they like steal a sock from a store? Because. That's why. I also love Silent <clears throat> Bob's run. Yeah, I think it's. A, I've heard it's, it's a, holding his coat a little bit. No, but I've heard this is a Batman reference, like maybe a reference to I think to the Adam West Batman. Yeah, the way they it run. seems like it seems like a. That's but I love this Batman. kid. This kid is so fucking vindictive. <laughs> Such a good and whoop. and then and then Laporte's face when the sock. He's <laughs> just like, hey, free money. It's like this is kind of Looney Tunesy a little bit. Also, especially the clothes flying up. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Oh. There is uh, Joey Lauren Adams. 
who I think you said you had a crush on. Oh, yeah. I hated her voice too much to have a crush oh, on. Oh, yeah, we all had I'm a crush on I'm sorry, Joey. Man. If you're listening, I love you. I, I, your voice doesn't bother me anymore. This was when I was a teenager. Oh, this is one of the best bits. Uh, this is the first showing <laughs> of the kid on the fucking escalator. Well, the, well, the only showing because <clears throat> he gets caught in the escalator. Well, you hear about him. <laughs> you hear about him. He's uh, on the escalator again. But, um, but yeah, no, I like, I like, you. I like Joey Lauren Adams. Yes. I loved her in Big Daddy. Oh, yeah. That's where the crush kind of started, and then, then I got into these movies. And I was like, oh, yeah. Just, I just can't believe she let Scuba, she let, she, 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 uh, she kissed Scuba Steve first. What the fuck? <clears throat> oh, shit. Such a dick move here. Just slaps the book out <laughs> of her hand. <clears throat> well, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed this way, but dick moves are kind of Brody's thing. Yeah. But nothing. This but nothing also, serious. Nothing serious. Like you can definitely tell he means well. Like he's just kidding around because you know because he kind of like pats her on the head and everything. Yeah. Um, Trisha Jones. Uh, the thing about, about this movie is there's a lot of characters in this movie that don't tie into the rest of the movies. What <clears throat> like like at the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, you get. I mean, Jay and Silent Bob, you get Brody, right? Yeah, <clears throat> and you get. Um, uh, you know, Holden and Banky, and especially the end of Jane Sound Bob Strike Back, you get Banky, you get Alyssa, and all these people. <clears throat> you don't get much about. No, is it Trisha at the end of. Yeah, she's with Alyssa, because <clears throat> she's like. That's what no, because she's like. Well, she, I think she says something to the. Trisha says something to the <clears throat> sense of, like, well, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen, or something like that. And, that's uh, right, that's and, right. And Alyssa's like, yeah, <clears throat> but it was better than Mall Rats. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, I guess T.S. and Brandy the only ones that just don't T.S. was the only... <clears throat> T.S. is, like, the only main character, I think, that didn't come back in some regard. And I think it was because he was going... He was either... It was either uh, commitments or uh, rehab. Or... Because I know he's gone... <clears throat> I know he's had problems in the past. Oh, all the Londons have, I believe. I can't speak for Jason. I haven't followed too much. That Although is... I did think it was hilarious that Jason London was the London they picked for Jason and the Argonauts. <clears throat> um... And this, and by the way, I this whole idea for her book and like how she has it planned. I'm really curious if anybody was inspired. If you were inspired by Trisha Jones's little plan in this movie and you tried it or try or at least like mapped it out, please like send us a message and let us know how it went. I'm really curious how that would how yeah, like, that would work. You may never find out her her what her research has. Uh, all um, we all we know is she writes the <clears throat> book. And she clearly, ha- uh, her and LaFour's become a couple. Or at oh. least they have sex on the reg. No, because if you remember, at, th- at, at the end, remember he puts his hand on her shoulder? Oh. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kid is back on the escalator again. Now, I can't <clears throat> prove this, but I have a weird feeling he was probably only supposed to bring it up, like, once or twice. But, <clears throat> like, he just rolled with it, and they're like, fuck it, keep I doing it. I do love... Because uh, I know how much <clears throat> Kevin hates ad lib... But, like, there's certain things that even those most staunch haters of AdLib has to admit, like, okay, let's keep that in there. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, when I was a kid, I was terrified of escalators. I'd be like, I don't know when to put my second foot on the escalator. I'd start having my legs all stretched out. Yeah. It's scary. By the way, mm-hmm. I don't, I hate to be the back in my day kind of person, but if you're someone that grew up in a generation where the only, Sega was only a game publisher, this must be really weird. Like a Sega console, Se- did, did someone did someone really have brand loyalty to a publisher this bad? Like no, like Sega used to be like yeah. r- like Nintendo's number one rival back in the day when there was no there was no PlayStation, there was no one Xbox. One side red. I love that line. 
And there's uh And of course there's fucking uh Walt Flanagan's fucking mullet. Yeah. And Brian Johnson with long ass hair. Tell him this is the this is the first tell This is Steve the first Dave. appearance of uh of Steve Dave and Walt. Tell him Steve Dave. I love how like they're in a comic book store and they have uh comic book men. Yeah. Which got canceled. Also, yeah. uh, it's weird because maybe I think this might be. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you Go off. Go ahead. I was just saying. I think this might be the first film appearance of Brian Johnson. I don't remember him being in Clerks. Oh, he, oh Walt is definitely uh, in no Clerks. Walt. Walt as, as, if you listen to the commentary, Walt He's in five. He, Walt was like, as he put it, the Lon Chaney of the production. That's, that's Dave and there's Klein. Dave Klein with Stan written all over his head. He is the. He's basically the cinematographer. He's the glue that lot. holds it all together. Yeah, for a lot of the view Basically, the combination of Kevin Smith, uh, Scott Mosier, and Dave Klein was like that was the the glue <clears throat> and the. The, the 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 foundation of the yeah. of view askew and view askew universe snoogans um i, I love this kind of like this wrote this kind of spin around shot on jet i yeah. love that now shot. my question for this has always been where did silent bob get a batman helmet <clears throat> um when did he get the batman where, helmet? where does he get his toys like well, no, I can't even let that one slide because, for all we know, he <laughs> has scalping guy again. For all we know, he had the 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 fucking belt on, and it was just under his shirt. But the helmet, like, where did he keep it? You know, my fat ass fly. Iconic line. <clears throat> <laughs> just look at Laforge's the faces that he makes. It's just so good, and it's just like he's th- these guys are not even on his level. And here we go. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams boobs. Some boobs. What the fuck? And my favorite thing. You fucker. Boom. Is the whole, he is going down on the poster. Yeah. With with a fucking rope up his ass. (laughs) Now, this movie inspired a lot of things. Uh, also, I, I don't remember what I was saying earlier. I don't remember comic book stores having huge lines. Well, remember, this was Stan Lee Lee we're talking about. He just goes to the mall. Um, but well, remember, well, wait, you also got to remember, comic books, as popular as they were back in the day, they're not like how, like, the, the, the comic book movies are now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, back then, like, that was what you did. You know, there wasn't mm-hmm. a whole, there was Comic-Con, but there wasn't, like, so many Comic-Cons and to where, like, they were big enough to where big guests would come. Yeah. So that was kind of how they get, you know, meet the people. They were, you know, you'd go to the comic book store, you know, and that's, I mean, that's just what you did. Also, um, it's a fucking movie, and it was written that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here it comes. <laughs> I also like how they're able to dodge LaFour's like that. Like, he looks right where they were, and he just stops, scratches his head, and, like, he's like, I gotta leave. Uh, yeah, then they're behind and behind, behind plants, so I understand. Walt Flanagan's dog. Which is a story that never comes up again. Yeah. We never find out why that matters. Human brown eye. <clears throat> yeah, I love how... Where did he get the ice bag? He, he probably just had it in... He pulled it out of his jacket. Where does he get these toys? I like to think he has, like, a never-ending coat. Um, I also... Um, I never knew this to listen to the commentary. I never paid attention that she's wearing a Degrassi jacket. Oh, yeah. That's a, a, Degra- Ke- a Degrassi Junior <clears throat> High, specifically. That's just Kevin's love for Canada and Degrassi. And chicks that say a boot. A boot. And this is where we reveal that Shannon Doherty... Yeah, Shannon Doherty. Uh, no, Sean, Shannon Hamilton, sorry. Shannon Hamilton 
is dating Renee. Yeah. Or seeing Renee. I don't know why I said Sh- Shannon Doherty. Because her name is God Shannon God damn Doherty. it. And you're right. Holy shit. I knew it was South familiar under TS. Um, now, one thing. I'm, I, I want to bring it up now because I feel like we're going to get into a tangent before. So I want to get the actual point across. Now, one of the things that I noticed without needing any commentary, like the very first time I watched this movie, is you see how TS is dressed with the flannel and the black jeans everything. I don't know if they meant for it. I don't think they did, because I think Kevin even addressed it and realized it was a fuck, an unintentional fuck-up. He's dressed exactly like the guys working on the stage. <laughs> um, I and I just, that. like I said, I wanted to bring that up and just make that point, just in case we go on a tangent that to where, like, it won't be wrong. Because that's something I really wanted to bring up, because <laughs> I always thought that was hilarious. Also with Brody and his cup, like... I hope he has, like, separate cups and not reusing the same cup. Because there's no way to be that pristine after multiple uses. <clears throat> well, I mean, he's using the same cup all day. That's true. The sperm uh, Well, no, because he brings it from <clears throat> home. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, is it the same cup? Yeah. But that cup would be all wiltered after so much water and drink. <clears throat> well, well he, he, doesn't, he only fills it up once in the movie. I filled the cup. He, he probably, he, he tries to make it make it last, you know? But, this um, is the weirdest elevator, too. Like, is it an outdoor elevator? Because <clears throat> the lighting is so, like, weird. This is a big argument. I took you shopping all the time. <clears throat> and I mean, like, who? I'm just saying, like, who can't relate to this? Like, if you're a woman who's been with a guy who, like, it's all about them and all about what they want to do, yeah. you know, like, you feel for Renee. If you're, like, one of those guys that, you know, like, you know, you've been in the situation where it's like, you know, maybe you don't realize what you're doing or like, you know, you think you're doing all the right things and then you realize, oh, you really weren't. You kind of relate to Brody uh, a little bit. I here. just want to say to all you listeners that might be starting a relationship or whatever, if you're like, you know, you're a teenager and you never really, you know, you're listening to this weird podcast for some reason. Um, if a girl wants to go shopping, let him shop. Oh, yeah. Let him shop. If you want to go Forever 21, go look. H&M, go look. And for the love of God. We're going to be shopping, as And for the love of God, if they ask you to go, just go. Sure, you'll be bored. But you know what? You'll probably go out to eat afterwards. Yeah. Or you might have sex. Yeah. And come on. In an elevator. Love it in the elevator. And come on. We all want to eat sex and have food. This, uh... Just the boxers. Oh, my God. It's hysterical to me. Now, I've been curious. Are they fucking at this exact point and he just, like, popped his penis through the little hole? No, I think she's, uh... Well, no, because if you notice, if you notice, his, they, you never see them take his underwear off. He just slips it through the hole. That's <clears> what <throat> I... Wait, that is what I just <clears throat> said. That's what I'm just Are you about. listening? <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm saying to you, Wade? No, I'm Come listening. on! I'm listening to... Mm, 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 oh, I do that. When I'm happy, I do I do that. I do the little I do the little dance. That's a nice jacket that uh, Brody has. <clears throat> too little, too late. You know what upsets me though? It's not until James and Bob Strike Back the uh, the jacket has the elbow pads. Oh yeah. And I never noticed that because I I've always been in, into that. Like when I get a, a a new leather jacket, I'm gonna get uh, elbow pads put on it because I'm I'm cool. It's a good size, it's small. What a dick move. Hey. It's true though. Caitlin what? tells me it's a good size all the time. Fuck. Well, a little bit. <clears throat> a little bit. A little bit of fuck. A little bit of good size. A little fuck. <laughs> I also like that line, he wanted to give me something he should have given to me a long time ago. It's like, yeah, He's the dick. <clears throat> the D. Who gave her the, the D. Oh, fucking Shannon Hamilton. 
I think we quote that line like the back of the Volkswagen oh. so many fucking times. Oh my god. Oh, and this is like this is the start of one of my favorite uh, short lived running jokes because it only lasts one other time. But the whole joke about him glowing. Oh yeah. Because why the fuck are you glowing? But there is some kind of truth to it when you have sex. It's like, oh, it is absolutely. Like, you, you feel. You feel like you're glowing. No, no, without question. I just, I just like it because, like, he's, like, so pissed. Like, he doesn't want... That's the other thing. He's also, like, so proud. He doesn't want to actually admit to anybody that he still loves there's her and how happy the, she makes him. There's a little him. line on the shot, that, that frame right there. What? There's a little... There's a little line oh, right there. Oh, I see <clears> it. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of the cut of the film. That's the problem with film. Like... <laughs> oh, right in the tit. Gwen. And Fucker. here... Boom. Oh! Not dick. It doesn't take him to dick kick, but takes him to dick hit. City. Poor Gwen. She's been like, well, she, so she's been she's been unintentionally harassed the whole night. Yeah. And the funny thing about it, I think in real life, I think her and Kevin dated. Yeah, they they did date. They, they, they <clears throat> did. I don't know how much. I don't know much about their probably relationship. up until Dogma because she's not in Dogma or any other. Which movie. which when I found that out, I kind of thought. Hmm. Maybe that's why he's the one that's in the shot when she's naked. Maybe she was comfortable with him. That's, more just, comfortable that's with very him. true. But yeah, see, look, he's wearing the TS outfit. Oh my god. Or you mean the '90s outfit? Yeah. I but, love this. I'm gonna tell you now, me and uh, Scotty Bones, uh, who's been on the podcast. Pre- is that Will Flanagan in a wig? I think so. It oh is. My, I never noticed I never that noticed that was it. Walt Flanagan okay. in a wig with a this, fake mustache. This part. Oh, with the floor? Oh, we laugh so... We had to rewind this when we were like 14. Bah, bah, through the <laughs> Oh, yeah. We had to rewind. Oh, oh, dude, dude. You're preaching the fucking choir. Me Holy too, man. Shit. But I'll tell you. Oh, guys, even more apparent right yeah, here. Yeah, see? Dude, this is where I figured it out. This is the scene I figured it out. But Wade... I, I, I need to know how much money it would cost to either get the actual podium or a rep exact replica of the podium from Truth or Date. I would love to have that as a as a as a piece in my house. I also would as love, a conversation starter. I also would love like if the, the when it breaks was that like on purpose? Oh, I'm sure it was. Also, but see, look, look, this many, guy's wearing the flannel too. Also, how many takes did it take? <laughs> I think Kevin thought construction. Uh, you know, construction means flannels. I also love how Michael Rooker just like he's just out of breath at times and he's just like sweaty. He's so disgusting in yeah. this. But you know, like having seen more Michael Rooker movies and stuff he was in, this is probably the most. <clears throat> this is probably as far as like how he presents himself and how he speaks. <clears throat> this is probably like the most Michael Rooker in love- person. <clears throat> that he actually because he actually talks and acts like somewhat of a normal person. I also love how like out of everyone in this movie, <clears throat> not including Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, he is the one in it that has exploded as a star. Who? Uh, Michael Rooker. Well, he's well. He <clears throat> already had had a following. At I this know, point. like. Oh, and there's, there's Scott, Scott Mosher, Mosher, the trifecta of the foundation of U.S. Skews here, as as uh, as Gil calls him, Rowdy Roddy. I don't think he had a last name. I think he was just Roddy. Oh my god, such a dweeb. Now Wade, what with Brody here when he pops in, I'd be lying if I said I didn't go <clears throat> underwear shopping with any of my significant others, and <clears throat> and 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 try on some of the underwear I'm myself. I was afraid it's gonna rip. Well, so no, you, well, no, I always got a bigger pair. Well, remember, I wasn't, I, I had, I had lost some weight when I started doing that. Uh, but no, I was doing my God, make I'm a like sexy a 30, chick. I'm like a 38 waist. There's no way I'm going to try this. Rick Darris, 
Fucking another reference to Clerks on the Yeah, because Rick, because da- Rick Darius, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, Rick Darius was the one that came in and was talking with Dante about being in shape and everything. Yeah. Oh, Rick Darius. Yeah, <clears throat> and like, like I think they were all cool and everything, and then the guy comes in and tells him about uh, selling cigarette. cigarettes to the kid. Because I think he was almost because like and then like th- that I think he I think he hooks up with that girl who was there too. He loves Burt Re- Brody loves Burt Reynolds is the second Burt Reynolds reference. Smoking the Bandit and BJ and the Bear. No, yeah. no, BJ and the no, Bear. No, BJ and the Bear wasn't. It's Clint Eastwood. No, no you're thinking like, every which way but loose. That's it. No, BJ and the Bear was a TV show. <laughs> yeah, but does it have Burt Reynolds? No, oh. fuck no. Oh my bad. Sorry, everyone listening. I I just think it's totally different. I'm just thinking of Smoking the Bandit twice. No, BJ and the Bear starred uh, Greg Evagon as BJ McKay. Um, BJ McKay. I don't know if the bear was the name of the monkey. I'm sure it was. And this. Now this is. Now this is very pivotal in. And so true with the how you sleep with people. Oh, absolutely. Where you put your arm is such a big fucking... It's... I st- at almost 30 years old, I still struggle with where to put the arm. Um, I've gotten better over the years, but I don't think it's something you uh, you, 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 you I also master. You just get a little better each time. I also can't, like, sleep and cuddle or something. I cannot. I cannot. I have to be curled up in a fucking ball in a fetal position. I staring can, at a wall. I can do it. I can do it. Caitlin can do it sometimes, but, like, I can't do it all the Scott, time. Scott, do you have a put it up the butt? Yeah. That's where you put your other arm. I know exactly how I feel. I love this little, uh, uh that mannequin is fucking I've never noticed that mannequin until right now. I don't like it. Fill this with Coke. Oh, here we go. <laughs> now, Kevin Smith has said... If there was one scene in the movie that he would have cut totally, this would have been it. Because it's just he he has said, and I agree. This is probably weird. this is probably like the darkest scene, <clears throat> both literally and figuratively, in the whole movie. But if you watch the extended cut, like it gets it's a little deeper. Um, I agree. Yeah, it, I agree. No, I agree. It's a in weird cutting room it sh- too. I agree in cutting it short. I don't agree with cutting it from the movie. I think yes. you needed something like this. We need him to be a fucking villain. Yeah, he needs to actually be a bad guy. He can't just be the bad guy because he's dating the girl that broke up with you. You know, and you wouldn't have like the back of the Volkswagen. This is where the joke <laughs> comes. Oh yeah, but I'm saying like, but because if you do that, then deep down Brody's the bad guy. Yeah, he's low key the bad guy because like, oh, you just don't want to be, especially because he's need- like. You need the good-looking guy to be the yeah. villain. Well, and, and 80s the thing, movies do it all the time. Because I mean, he bumped into him, and and they they cuss at each other. But like, I mean, that I mean, it sucks, but it's not bad. Like this yeah. is bad. Oh, I punch him on the fucking nose. Yeah. And to remind everyone, we are at forty-three minutes and thirty-five seconds. 30, That's where we're 37, at. Seven, thirty-eight, yes. thirty-nine. We're at TSA about chivalry, and they're like, "Oh my god, is that Brody?" And after that, yeah. Uh, now this fucking Easter Bunny did this. Now, <clears throat> now this whole thing, I've always been curious as to why he didn't tell Jane Silent Bob the truth, because I mean, he, they would have probably fucked with Shannon, which would have actually helped Brody, but is what yeah, it it's is. It's a weird choice. But I also uh, will say his, the whole thing with 
Jay Silent Bob and the Easter Bunny was very important in my life because when I was growing up, I was never a fan of the Easter Bunny. I don't think is anyone. Some kids are. I just never got it. I never understood it. It just it bothered me. And when I saw and when they eventually beat him up, like <clears throat> it 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 it, it also, said to me like, oh hey, you can do something about this motherfucker. Also, brilliant <clears throat> brilliant thing here is when well it's over now, but when Jay was. Console when they were consoling. Oh, they're 30, stealing candy. And he's stealing candy. Oh yeah, such a brilliant oh, little yeah, thing no. there. Look at that gumball machine behind her. <laughs> How many gumballs do you think are in there? Gumballs. Yeah, gumballs. Gumballs. How many gumballs. Think are in there? <clears throat> uh, so that's it. No, no, no. She comes. No, back. she comes back. <clears throat> yeah, but see, that's a wrap on Gwen. No, because remember she talks to Brandy. Don't say hit. That was one line. Like yeah. even that, I think that line just didn't land. Now see, that, and, and here's another thing about this one. When I would go, bye bye Easter Bunny. When I would go line. to see the Easter Bunny, like at the mall or whatever, it never looked like that. If it looked like that, I probably wouldn't hate. I don't the think I've ever met the Easter Bunny. <clears throat> also, a no, goof- this kid so frightened with the suit. Yeah, so frightened. Now, one thing I did notice. Uh, there's a goof here where like. Jay's sleeves are up when they walk in. They're down when they start beating up the Easter Bunny, and then they're immediately up mm. when they cut back. Um, I will say about uh, that was the first that I was like the first goof movie, I ever noticed in a movie. Uh, what I like about this movie is you know there. I want to know specifically why they said Easter because there's not many times you see the East. I think that's the only time I've ever seen an Easter Bunny like. Like, uh, an appearance of the Easter Bunny like at a mall. I have two <clears throat> schools of thought on this. They realized when they shot it was going to be Easter time, so it would be easier in the mall to just incorporate True. Easter. Or they ha- he had, like, certain things that, that, like, you know, like maybe like a mall Santa, but maybe he thought, uh, let's not do mall Santa, let's do mall Easter Bunny because, you know... A lot, you know, people aren't as connected to it. No one really gives a shit about the Easter Bunny. And everyone some, does Christmas. Some <laughs> Christians even view the Easter Bunny as blasphemous, but not Santa. Yeah. So it just, all in all, it, it made a better choice. I, I'm of both schools of thought. I don't know for sure. Kevin, if you're listening, let us know. We, we're just we're just curious to know what was going on. Um, I, I always, it. also, <clears throat> I always really like this scene with them together. Yeah. Because you literally never see them interact at all with each other throughout this whole movie, except this one scene. You don't see Brandy interact with any women. But, but what I like about it is, like, it, you feel that they've been connected this whole time. Yeah. You don't think about Dude, it, you know? this is Roddy. <clears throat> I also like, I also like the timing when he's like, these pretzels are melted, and you just hear I, I like copy think, that. I like to think that's how he looks actually on set. Oh yeah, the headphones and shit. But no, I always like that because it was almost like he wanted like he, like TS says like these pretzels are melty, and that gets back to uh, to uh, um, Brandy's dad, Mister Svetting. Like, oh god, not only has he found them, but the pretzels are melting. <laughs> oh, this is the this is I think. If there's any scene that's iconic to this movie, oh my god, it's the chocolate cover pretzel scene. I'll say this. I'm not going to say Kevin Smith invented the stink palm, but he definitely popularized it and perfected it on screen. I love how T.S. almost shook his hand there. Well, it's instinct, yeah. you know? And it shows that this might work. Also, I love how Jason Lee has like almost a unibrow going. No. It almost does. Just like not one, even close. One side is like a little... Like, right from this angle, it looks like it. You know, from when he turns his head, it looks like it a little bit. 
This is where this is the classic '90s look where he ties the. I think that's where Kevin's like, we gotta have you tie your flannel around your waist. I like. I also like. Um, I also like cat bathroom. I also like how it's like his hammer spells so bad, like even he can't handle it. Yeah. So that um, so he's like eating without his hands. <clears throat> now I, if I remember correctly, I believe the executive in the glasses talking to him is Jim Jacks, who was the the executive producer on the movie. <clears throat> Who who actually uh, of Choose all the fuck out of gum he um if because it looks just like him if you watch the Mallrats Q and A on the tenth anniversary edition Which he is, yeah. he's like the only I think he's the only outside person that ever did a Q and A like who wasn't like one of Kevin's main actor friends or main actor in the movie uh, wasn't one of his main crew guys like. But he uh, he was in it, and I recommend you watch that. Yeah. If nothing, if nothing for the fucking chicken grease story. It, uh, you know what? Here's the thing about um, Michael Rooker. <clears throat> now I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. Did he explain what his job is? Does he run the mall? Uh, no, he doesn't run the mall. He's like a he does like TV work. Okay, so he works for a he network. Rented out the mall. He works for a network. They're okay. using the mall for his game show. That's a nice tie. I didn't notice how nice that that checker tie is. Yeah, no, because when they're talking, because remember they talk about if the same thing that happens tonight happens uh, <clears throat> at the governor's ball. Dude, I'm gonna say because he now. was in because he was in tra- he was in charge of filming the governor's ball. You know, I just after seeing like how he looks with the suit, he'd be a great Lex Luthor or Kingpin or Kingpin. Just like he's so scary. I'm, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think you would have been a better kingpin than Vincent D'Onofrio. Fight me. Fight me. I'm cops just like, Whoop. just like, they, they're trying to be stealthily, and I'm like, uh, why? Now, I, here's the thing. I have no idea how old Michael Rooker is. Like, that's the thing about this movie. He looks anywhere from, like, 20 to 57. <laughs> I'll, I'll, look, I'll look it up for you. That, w- that would be wonderful if you could do that for me. But, like, the thing I like about him is, like, he just has this, like, controlled anger. Like, the best I can tell you, I can compare it to is, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. back in the day. How, like, you could tell he was full of all this anger and everything, but he was oh. so much in control of he it. He was 40 years old. <clears throat> oh, my God. He was born in 1955. Uh, Jesus Christ. Oh, he, he, my he's God. He's aged gracefully. Oh. Dude, he's still aged oh. gracefully. He's still looking good. I love... Like the close up on the hand, like, they don't do anything particular, but you—it just looks gross. My fa- <clears throat> well, here's the thing. Here's here's my favorite thing about all this. Forget about Brody and him. Watch TS. Only worry about TS's face, because when you because when you watch this movie, you kind of don't factor Fall him in. Sixty nine. <laughs> I never noticed that joke until now. That's Are you serious? Funny. You never noticed the cum loud? Oh. And he's like, I hope to cum loud too someday, <laughs> sir. Preferably in a sixty nine. And I love how he's pl- like. I, I like the thing that they'd be good friends. I, you know, like it's it's weird seeing like Mr. Spending kind of likes Brody. Well, well, no, it's not even. Well, it's it's probably not that they like oh. each other. Remember, remember, Brody's there. Brody, <clears throat> Brody. Well, no. Re- okay, so in this version of the movie, Brody actually is his neighbor because because he, he says that. <clears throat> but in the extended version, you find out he lies to the news and says he's his neighbor because they go to. Mr. Svenning's house, and they talk to Brody. So that's yes, one of those like, oh, ones. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, Scott. When he puts when he puts the chocolate covered pretzel in his hand, it kind of looks delicious. It's all melty and shit. Oh yeah. <clears throat> like I know it's supposed to be like poopy looking, but it makes me want to eat have more. Like I'm not gonna lie, it sounds awful. You know, like supersize me. Yeah. I kinda oh, want, I kind of want McDonald's after watching Wade, it. <clears throat> Wade, 
once again, you're preaching to the fucking choir. We watched it in like health class in high school, and afterwards I was like, come on, McDonald's. Uh, but not every day, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, uh, you're gonna have to deal with just wave right now. I gotta reheat my tea because I forgot I had it. Jesus Christ, Scott! This guy, Scott here, has been trying to reheat his tea all fucking day. <clears throat> um, and here we go with Renee again with another outfit. She has changed three outfits today, and big fatty bum body blunt <clears throat> with Jay. It's like Willem deals with every single member of the, the, the cast. Like, here's Jay and Salpa. Except Claire. <clears throat> or, except, not Claire, Claire Forlani. Except Brandy. No, uh, yeah, yeah, except for Blair. There's, Brandy. Yeah, there's, uh... We keep fucking it up. <clears throat> there's, uh, Renee. Oh, sailboat. And this is the cause great line. What's sailboat? Brenda? They do this in Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. Please tell me you understand it. It's a 90210, right? <sighs> Thank God. I'm sorry, dude. I oh, was just really <clears throat> worried. This. <laughs> I love... <laughs> <laughs> Here's all the... Hey. Hey, what's this weed here? Uh, and then that that guy on the, on the left. What a security guard. Goo- fucking, uh, like... He's got uh, your old high school Andy, hair. Andy Griffith over here. He's got your old high <laughs> school hair when it wasn't long. Ne- Son of Jarrell, kneel before Zod. Stitchy Boochies, hee! Whatever that laugh he does. And I just love how, like, get him! Oh, and Vulcan Death Grip. Nerf Pinch. Nerf Pinch, sorry. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm all fucking up. So they're breaking them out. So this is a, <clears throat> a great little scene, I think. I really like. Uh. <laughs> I really like the chase. Oh, I like how they <laughs> Silent Bob flies right past them. Yeah. Oh my god, I never noticed the guy on the right like noticing how fast he is. He's like, <gasps> Yeah, I love this scene. This is, this is the iconic scene where like, you know, uh, the obvious Batman reference. <clears throat> yeah. No, no. No, it's when he pulls out the, um, the vibrator. I love this. Or the, not the vibrator, the glove doll. Yeah, what is he like a fucking forties cartoon? Yeah, there we go. Uh, I love how he has the blow up doll in there. It's ridiculous. And of yeah, course, see, because he's got the belt underneath the shirt. Yeah, yeah badass. <clears throat> this this is iconic. Like I love like just a picture of that. Like 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 a script. Like a like a, what's it? What are they called? Not a cell. Like a frame of the film of him doing like that. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> Such great security team. What happened to the other guy? Oh, yeah, he got knocked out. I forgot. <laughs> and then we go to a flea market, which I don't know if you have ever anyone's ever been to a flea market. Yeah. But boy, this is the most this is the most uh, realistic of how flea markets are. Yeah. <clears throat> now, now one of my favorite There's more people and more stinky. Now, one of my favorite things that again I didn't get the joke at first because I didn't I hadn't seen Clerks. I knew nothing about Clerks when I saw this movie for the first time. But if you notice, they're going Birdie's going through. He's like looking at comics and shit, and like TS kind of does his own thing. He pulls up a hat that he puts on to see if it fits. He looks at it and like look looks at it in disgust and puts it right here. He he puts it he puts it back in disgust because he realizes it's a Clerks hat. Oh my god, I never noticed that. <clears throat> yeah, he puts on the clerk's hat, he <clears throat> tests to see if it fits. 
Also, T- he, he, look, <laughs> he sees it, it's like all disgusted. I also, love that. Yes, like, why would you try a hat on at a flea, flea market? Lice? Are you worried about lice, man? It is a. F- wait, it's look a. That hair. Look at that hair. Wait, it's a <clears throat> flea market. You know what you're getting into. Please. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> but he put it on, and he's like, ugh. Hey, Brave. Huh? A uh, quick question. Sure. When you were a kid, and you first heard the word flea market, did you think they had them? Did you think they actually had fleas? <clears throat> yeah, of course. Okay. You were okay because I was gonna say of uh, when I was a kid. When I was a kid, someone told me about flea market. I was like, "What do they have fleas?" Like, no. What are you dumb? I mean, they and I'm just like, I'm f- I'm three. <laughs> You're like fucker. I'm I, three. <laughs> I'm like I don't I know anything. Who's Ivana? Ivana, topless psychic. Yeah, this is. I don't know how true this would be at a flea market. Um, I've never seen it. Montgomery. I love the guy back there. Oh, the guy just sitting there with Western the Western hat? selling hats. And there's Western hats, adult, youth, and baby. Yeah. Like, how do you get baby cowboy hats? No, you no, make, not, not cowboy hats. You make them small. Western hats. You can't say cowboy. You make apparently. them small. Where did T.S. get that jacket? But now he's wearing a jacket. Like, what the fuck? I think he had it on when he came into the mall. The, where'd he put it afterwards? In the car. Okay. Now, uh, for those unaware, the woman playing Ivana is Priscilla Barnes of Three's Company fame. Yeah, She's the one that replaced um, Suzanne Summers when she left the show. Now, I'm going to be real. I think she did a better job. Yes and no. And I apologize. Uh, my neighbor seems to be hammering, so if you hear any of my hammering, sorry. Uh, they're doing construction. They're building a Truth or Date. Yeah. Next door. She's great in this scene. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> um, and and, and be real, Scott. Be real. We're about to get X-ray right now. All right. Were you a little turned on about the third nipple? I wasn't turned off by the third nipple. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I wasn't specifically <clears throat> like, oh, the third nipple, but you're like, oh yeah. It's even better when she takes it off. You're like, oh, okay, okay. Now I'm definitely staring at the tits. Yeah. I mean, you kind of can't. Uh, I'll let the free something. The thing, the thing I love about this is. Brody's total 180 once he sees the nipple, and then TS's 180 once the nip- he sees the nipple, yeah. too. It's a great like, scene. Like, so, like, at, at first it starts out, Brody's Fuck in, TS is out, and then as soon as the nipple comes out, it flips, and, like, Brody's just too disgusted, and TS finally, and like, I, I guess, understands say, what she's saying. I can remember saying, unless someone says focus, I'm like, fuck us. Till today, still always, fuck us. And here we go. <clears throat> she's rubbing the boobs. This is a this 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 commentary this watch along has gone weird. My favorite, <clears throat> I, I'll say this. My favorite one thing that she does while doing the fortune is once she has the, once her boobs are out and she's and you, you see the third devil. I love when she's like, "Yes, combine your efforts," and she's like pushing the two together. Yeah, <laughs> and I love this. Like, thank God, you guys seem like normal guys. Just guys who want to see boobs, whatever. But like, <clears throat> but like. No offense, but, like, who's coming in there thinking that being topless makes it, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Brody's that, face is just like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. And Brody's like, I can't. I, <laughs> I can't. 
He looks like he walked in on his parents having sex. But he wants to keep watching. I don't know if he wants to. I think he just, it's one of those, like, it's one of those you don't want to look, but you can't look away And either. you see, and you know what? Priscilla Barnes is really selling it. She's... She's having the the bla- a blast right now. Oh, absolutely! You can definitely tell she she really enjoyed playing playing yeah. Ivana. Yeah, Scott is talking to me, and I was like, Scott, don't forget your tea, because he forgot. This is literally the fifth time he's reheated the tea because he keeps forgetting. Uh, because we start watching before we did this, we were gonna watch this like an hour ago, but he showed us like this crazy. Christian Jesus lady at a Walmart and it was craziness and then his tea got cold and he heated up for this and then he forgot again and but yeah <sighs> yeah look up crazy Christian lady Walmart crazy Christian lady garbage and crazy Christian lady McDonald's motherfucker you won't be disappointed thank you Johnny yeah uh, from uh, our band Meteor King and friend of the podcast yeah. for uh, turning us on to uh, accuser that. It's the third nipple. Oh, 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 you're the third nipple. Are you fucking kidding me, T.S.? Come on. You can even tell on his face. He's just like, okay, yeah, that was a dumb thing to say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I just love. Yes, I love how she, she gets closer. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just more nipple to li- the, the bite, I guess. I don't know. So, like, if you got, if you actually had two nipples on your one boob, does that mean like if you lactated, you could get twice as much milk out, or does that mean like you get less? Soaker? Or does that mean you get less milk out because it's split between two? <laughs> is nipples? it like one of the super one of the super soakers that have like the the, the barrels and it just go shoot every single barrel? Is that what you're thinking of right now? I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking about the, the idea how, of two of two nipples on the same boob. I also love. Out milk. I just noticed that she was like, I have uh, like more body parts or whatever. Oh, really? And before this scene, Brody says a scene from Octopussy. Oh, yeah. So I think it's a nice little, uh, nice little uh, kind of like um, bookend, I think. Yeah. Oh, I love, oh, this part, I don't understand why it's in here. But it's amazing. It's oh. when the guy walks out and punches the dude. Oh, because it, be- it goes back to the extended version. The actual line is, hey, didn't I see you on CNN? And oh, then yeah, he yeah, elbows yeah. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, there was a big news thing. Because you actually, in the extended one, you you see what happened. <laughs> you, actually, you actually see what happens uh, at the governor's ball that they allude to. Yeah. Um... And it it made the news. It was so, a very windy day that and day. And throughout the and throughout the movie, people are like questioning him, like, "Hey, aren't you the guy from CNN?" Like that was supposed to be a wrong yeah. joke throughout the movie. And then just beats the shell. <clears throat> what the hell am I supposed to do? I, it looks like it was about to rain there. I don't know if I could be that calm. Someone showing me a naked picture of a woman and saying it looks like my mom. You tubby bitch. Uh yeah, I love how they're in the bookstore. Oh, this is a, <clears throat> this is great, Stan. Fucking like R.I.P. Now I'm wait. I want to let you in as on of a, this recording. We lost Stan like a, a, last year. Now I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. It's because of this scene and of Stanley. Now I'm sure he was bullshitting, but this scene opened me up to the idea of just like enjoying other people in love. This is like and a, and I really do that. Like I really do. Like sometimes I'll be out and I'll see a couple together and I'll be like. Aw, look at you guys. Like Stanley is just so good in this. <clears throat> like, um, like, cause you, everyone knows him now. He always, always had like, really old. This is what he looks like. You know, he's like 
uh, midlife. Like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> like, he was, like, 70 here. He was 70 in this. He looks like he's 50. I mean, to this day... He looks great in this I mean, to this day, this is... When I think Stan Lee, this is what I imagine. He couldn't remember his lines. I always thought the guy on the left was Shawn Michaels. <laughs> he looks like Shawn Michaels to the side. Uh, young Shawn Michaels. I think, um... Crooked, if I re- crooked eye. If I remember correctly, I think the guy on the left with the long hair... Was in Clerks as well. I believe. Yes, yes. I believe he was the guy with the long hair. Who was asked about the, the Gatorade. Gatorade, and he's like, "Fine by me, but you're living in denial, suppressing rage, motherfucker." You shoot, you shoot, you shoot, polish smelling motherfucker. Yeah, I believe <clears throat> that's him. Uh, yeah. Okay, now you said, yeah, it does. I, um, I, I, I can't say that it's him. <clears throat> I'm just saying it looks like it could be him. Snoochie Boochie Noochies. But yeah, like I love like, and the fact that like. You knew that, like, when you find out that Stan Lee had to have cue cards because he couldn't remember the lines. Funny thing about uh, Chainsaw about reboots, at the end of the credits, they do, they have a scene with, I guess, they were in the IMDb boat or whatever, and Kevin was interviewing him, and they did a scene together, and he couldn't remember his lines. Yeah. It was just so they could say he did a cameo in it. And he was like, and Stan could not remember the lines. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's just like ball rats. <clears throat> yeah. Which is funny because he does a good job. Like he's I, great. I think this is one of the best scenes of the movie because he's well, just the, like it, it. Really, like even as like a twelve year old watching this, it really helped me kind of grasp relationships. Like, like and also stuff like the Hulk, uh, no, D- Doctor Doom was him. Like the, I think the, he was bullshitting him on that way. I know, but like it makes. But you sense. could believe it. You could believe it Hulk, at the very least. That was Stan. Like it, it was ideas like this. Like, but like, like you're saying, it might not be true, but. He did write the character, so it's probably partially true oh. in the subconscious. Oh, I'm sure there was something. Um, but I'm saying, but like, you got a scene like this, the scene with Brandy and uh, Gwen. Yeah. Uh, later on, when uh, T.S. and Brandy kind of make up and everything, yeah. <clears throat> and when when Brody does, like, though, you need scenes like that in a movie like this to give it the heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what, I think that, that I think that's movie... one of the reasons. Oh, I was just gonna <clears throat> say, I think that's one of the reasons why the first American Pie, like. Yes. Kind of worked, but, like, it it didn't do it, I think, enough. Near the end, when they all got laid, it's like, what? Yeah, no, they, that should have never happened. But I think, but that was done, I think, through Jim's dad. Yeah. Uh, Eugene Levy. I think they could have done more of that. I think this is a better example of that, because not only is it more than one scene, but it's also more than one character. And it so sucks that this movie, uh, I forgot, we don't want to hold, like, too much tangents, but this movie made... Uh, on the first Friday, it made four hundred thousand dollars. It made about one point two million opening weekend. Yeah, it, it didn't do well. But, but I feel like this movie has more heart than a lot of the other movies he's done. I think deep down, it was I, I blame the studio yeah. because okay, you got the guy who did Clerks to do a big budget movie that's basically Clerks, but on a bigger budget in a bigger setting. It's not. It's not, it's not in a convenience store. It is. It's in, in a, a bunch of stores. Full of convenience stores. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what... Now, here's the thing. You they could... say, bigger and better. Now, here's the thing. You could probably do that movie now. Like, if Mallrats was brand new now, it would work. Yeah. I think it was just at that time. I just don't think real. you could do it. Because we, we, well, we, we've known each other since high school. Yeah. We hung out every Friday at the mall. Of course we did. And I think it's because of this movie. <clears throat> I'll say this. I can't say this movie is the reason I did it, but I can definitely say that this movie um, let me know it was made me feel like it was okay. Marley Station Mall, and then it turned into a Ronald Mills Mall because Marley Station Mall didn't want mall rats there. Yeah. Even though, you know, there's a lot of mall rats there. Now, Uh, here's what I'm curious about. 
how did TS convince Stan to to talk to Brody and everything? Because remember, he, the only reason Stanley's there is because of the comic book signing. Yeah. <clears throat> so like, did he just go up to him, ask him if he do it? Was like, eh, sure, whatever, true believer, Excelsior. Probably slipped him a hundred. But I'm saying, but like, I but I'm curious what he offered him. Like, I wanna, I I wanna, like, do you think maybe just it was just the power of love? Because remember, he 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 likes kinda, couples. You know, after watch this, I kind of wanted Trisha and. Uh, uh, and uh, Silent Bob to get together. This, I didn't this, because she's underage. No, well, once she gets older, of course. But this scene, she's like, I think it moves. But that's a sweet thing she did. Oh, know? yeah, no. No, I, I definitely think in that one short scene, I think they had good chemistry. Yeah. And I think what, not, not to get there, I, th- I think they need more scenes to go. That's what I'm trying to No, absolutely. Oh, this is great. Michael Rooker is the best acting in this. Like, he looks like he's dying. He then, looks like Oh, my God, look, it's thin Ethan Suplee from the future. <laughs> With long ass hair. Look, he put a wig on so he wouldn't notice. You see that him? guy, the executive that's the producer or whatever, he's been chewing that same piece of gum for a while. Well, it's all in the same day, Wade. Oh my god. You you for, I think sometimes you forget this movie takes place in the span of a day. Which I like movies that do that. I'm not saying every movie needs to do that, but I I don't know. I kind of enjoy it. I don't know why. It's it's such a small thing, but I don't know. It's just I guess because it makes me feel it, it it makes me feel like wow, you really can get a lot done in a day. Like like you know, like so much can happen in one day. Yeah. And I think and I think we need that every now and then. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I <clears throat> I, I love this scene because like like just you got the guys laying down. There's there's like food everywhere. <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah, because they got the munchies. Yeah, like, and all it took was a fat chronic blonde. Uh, and this. <clears throat> oh, and of course we're getting ready for the introduction I lo- of Gil. I Hicks. love this backstage. Site. This backstage looks like a funhouse. It's weird looking. It's supposed to be three. No, you know what it looks like? It looks there like he is. Gil, Gil Hicks. Hicks who uh, I'll, Brian I'll, O'Halloran. Yeah, now I'll say this. This was probably a better look for, for Brian O'Halloran as a person. I'm not saying he looked bad as Dante, but like the look of the hair with the clean shaven, I thought it actually, he, he looked better this way. Yeah, I, think no, he, not, I, think he, I think he looked, to me, he looked more handsome No, not counting Dante. Gil Hicks is the best Hicks. Uh, no, counting Dante. Really? Gil, dude, I love Gil. <laughs> Gil is so good. Like I like Dante's relatable, but Gil's great. Uh, you know, I think. Uh, and of course, when Brody knocks him the fuck out. Oh yeah, this is probably one of the best punches ever. Because <laughs> like, like he just, dude, he just puts his whole fucking body into that punch. Also, the only female mall security guard. Yeah. Holding her belt? I don't know what... I don't know... <clears throat> well, because they were surprised a woman wanted the job. They only had, like, big pants. So she has to it's hold true. them up because they they had to order <clears throat> special order a belt. Yeah, Gil Hooks is great in this. Uh, Brian O'Halloran is just great in general. Right, I'm so, no, glad, no, when, no, I'm so me, glad, glad when you see him in a film, you're like, that's a good actor. Now, when you <clears> watch <throat> this the first time, and they mentioned Shannon having the videotape... Because obviously you knew it wasn't just going to be they were going to have sex. You knew there had to be some kind of like quirk to it or this and that. Obviously, there's no way you could have guessed that he would want to be he would want her to call him one of the new kids on the block during sex. <laughs> but when you were watching this movie, what did you think was going to be on that tape? Uh, them having sex. 
No, beyond that. Like, like I said, <clears throat> even as a kid, really. like you I had to know there was more than just them I, having sex I, on it. I didn't think anything. Because if you remember, <clears throat> I don't think Brody mentions that we're going to play the tape and say that she's underage. They just say, we're going to play the tape. Yeah. So he doesn't spe- specifically say that's why. Um, I, I, I thought it... <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, I thought he was going to be like, uh, he wore like a diaper, wanted to be like a baby or something. Fucking. When I first saw it. Brody's like, like what's going on? Yeah. Now there's a, there's a, a shot at one point oh, during so this, gross. during this, I'll point it out. I could have sworn Jeff Anderson, who played uh, Randall and Clerks, I could have sworn he was an extra in this movie. <clears throat> I will point it out if, if I do see, notice it. Um... Do it, Doug. But I f- and I found out it was not. Also, I say do it, Doug, to this day. I know you do. Because it's fun. Yeah. Um, Rob Feature. That's a name. Rob <clears throat> Feature. I think it's Rob Feature and it's like Doug Paging. I love how he bows. I'm trying to remember who's the host. Cause he, I Bob lo- Summers. Well, no, like who's the actor. I, can, I, I have the wiki up here. I can look it up for you. I, I have the wiki as well. Art James. He was in the Who, What, and Where game, X, It's Academic, and Play Cards. Oh, so he actually was a game show host. He died in 2004. Aw, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. He was old as shit here. Uh, here comes Brandy. I love that. I love the set design of this. Oh, my God. This Talk- is one of the best set designs of, like, a dating show. Wait, not just the <clears throat> podium. I want that fucking chair. So you want to have, like, you know, how, like, uh... <clears throat> hell, Kramer. I want his suit. <clears throat> like how how Kramer has the Merv Griffin. Yeah, I want yeah. the truth or date set in my house. <laughs> yeah. Wait, when I get it, when when Kayla and I get a ha- a new house and and we set up the basement for like as like a rec room or something, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna dedicate a spate a part of it to the truth or date set. How's that? Yeah, I love it. <clears throat> this is this is the this is the third act, the crux of it all. Yeah. Uh, and then T.S. is literal with this shit. Now, like, the thing I love... Never your boyfriend in. Yeah. Now, the thing I love about this is... Okay, so you got T.S. who's supposed to be the good choice. Who's supposed to be the, intentionally the good choice. Brody is pretending to be the the ultimate bad choice. And then you've got Gil, who's not in this <clears throat> at all. Where, like, he's... Whoopi. He's the stereotypical choice. He's not the good or a good or bad choice. Just very stereotypical. Stop having sex with socks on. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. I have sex with socks on because it's like one of those things like when you take your clothes off, you're not going to take the socks okay, off. Okay, first of all, I can't do that. It's awkward. Second of all, I don't like it either. If you're going to have sex, take your fucking socks off. I do this sometimes. I'm serious. Take your fucking socks off if you're going to have sex. Fuck you. Oh, it's just wrong. It's, it's just a, it's, wrong. it's weird and awkward to take your socks off when you're like in the in the in the passion. Oh, it's it's weird <clears> to take <throat> your socks off during sex. I'll tell you what's even weirder. Getting touched by fucking socks or you're having sex. Oh. And, and Gil with this great line. Take you to an opera. Like fucking Gil. Like I said, uh, Brody's like, I love this two shot. Brody's like, "Are you fucking with me?" Well, like I said, the, he ha- is the stereotypical answer. Which Something is what I like about? about him. And he's like, and I love how so, so sure of himself Gil is. And then he's immediately cut down. Like, that's the beauty. That's the magic of Brian When you see O'Halloran. his face, he's like so smooth. And then Brody's like, fuck you. And then, and then his face just like loses all that confidence. 
Love it. Suitor number one. Uh, oh, how did you propose to me? My jaw popped out of the water. <clears throat> so great. Like, T.S. is trying to be the good choice, but he's obviously being a little too hard. A little too... Put a little extra mustard on that. Like, dude. Uh, stop dressing like the set design set designers. How about that, T.S.? How did she not realize that was T.S. from the beginning? <laughs> yeah, I You would think she would recognize not his fucking voice. Not even just T.S., voice. but Brody. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, but she spends obviously more time with T.S. Salt a firm handshake, or a jackhammer. Definitely jackhammer. Oh, God. <laughs> the, oh, this this is actually a reference to uh, Animal House, and I learned this because I when I watched Mallrats or when I watched Animal House, they did that. I was like, "Hey, I think that's the thing." Then I watched the the Q and A, the document or the Q and A on the tenth anniversary edition, and he mentions that, or maybe he's in the commentary. I was like, "Holy shit, oh, God!" Just seeing like this, I makes I don't know why. Not doesn't want to watch Clerks for Brian. But it makes you want to watch the Clerks cartoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you've never seen the Clerks cartoon show, definitely watch it. Richard it's nothing Paulson. like the cartoon, or it's nothing like the actual movie. See, I and, they, and they know it. As someone who, like, has, like, secret love for game shows, I love the fucking... Uh, the what do you mean secret? You and I have talked game shows so many times. I love the fucking Richard Dawson line. Hate monger. I love that. Yeah. How can you go on vacation with this hate yes. monger? Textbook closet case. Seth Leather. <laughs> Poor Gil. Uh, this, but you know what I, you know what I do like some fucked up shit. You know what I do like though. After it's all over, like after the whole ordeal's over, and like everyone's getting ready to leave, you see like Brody and Gil kind of like make up. Yeah. Uh, how? Um, yeah. Like so, there is a good back and forth here between the two. I really think. <laughs> I'm not Rush Limbaugh. Like fat, I like how <laughs> I like how Rush Limbaugh ha- was catching shit all the way back in 1995. Here we are, 2020. <clears throat> like what? Tw- 25 years later, dude's still catching shit. And there, here we go. Drops the, the the tape. Oh no! You know what I love about that's though? Like, you could like, tell Silent Bob did not even try to catch that. I believe that was a reverse shot. I think they probably had it upside down and let it fall. Uh, we are at, while they're talking about their love, we are at 18 minutes, 1 hour, 18 minutes, and 25 seconds, 26, 27, 28. Yeah, that's where we're at right now. Uh, we're almost at the end of the movie. It's been a journey. Um, yes, she now figured it out. It took her 10 minutes to figure out that was her ex-boyfriend of, like, years. I love this. You know, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like I love how the, I love how he's just like uh, I like how he's basically just like Gil. You're not winning. You're not winning. Boom. This. And that's where Shannon like the revelation, and Shannon's like, "What the fuck?" My cousin Walter. Here's the callback to the beginning, and she's like. Like it makes sense here because he's just trying to again sound obnoxious. Uh, be like a bad date. Look but at, in the look beginning, at Gil, look at oh, Gil. Gil's into this fucking story. Did he come? And it's funny okay, because hold on. I think this is. I think this might be the moment where that I was telling you about, where there's a guy in the crowd who I thought was Jeff Anderson. Um, what's great about this scene is like, did he finish? And it's the same thing. Oh Clerks. no, he says, 
did he come or what? Yeah. <laughs> Which is even better. That really lets oh. you know, like, oh my god, Kill was really into this. And here's the thing, like, did he come or what? And then at the <laughs> in Clerks, Dante does a similar thing with uh, can you suck your own dick? I'm trying to remember the suck your own dick thing. Yeah, they were in the car to the funeral. And it, it, oh, oh, because oh, because his cousin Walter tried to suck his own dick. Yeah. By the way, uh, br- Rand- by the way, uh, Randall and Brody are related because they both have a. They're co- it's the same cousin Walter. Oh, oh, that's interesting. yeah. I think they're cousins. I never got that. That's interesting. Yeah, there. That's the thing. There's con- there's unintended connections. I'm pretty sure it was just like he just said Walter, and people were like, um. Whatever. So this is where um, this is where you can definitely tell this was a reshoot. Yes. Um, the lighting's different. The lighting's different. The chair's bigger. Her hair's different. It's darker. Um, yeah, I, I like, don't know the reason of the reshoot, but I do know that the, there was a reshoot because always, it always bothered me. I always wondered why it looked so different. But I didn't notice it until you pointed it out. It's definitely different. I'm all man, lady. And I love how, like, Michael Rooker has, like, that throw-up bag, but it's never full. It's probably just dry heaving. Uh, that's true. That's a good point. Um, I, also, I, also, I also love how, Oh, there's the guy. He was, like, by, hidden behind someone, but you'll see him later on. I'll, sh- I'll point him out again. I don't think it was But him. I did, like... No, it's not. There's a guy. He's behind a girl in a black shirt. He has, like, longish hair. I think he's wearing a green shirt. I thought that when I first saw this movie, I thought that was Jeff Anderson as an extra. But um, but I like how she's like, you might as well tell him everything, and then he's just <clears throat> into it. Just there we were, and he just tells everyone. Yeah, I love that. No, fucking kill. kill. Uh, suit number one. You know, like they're meant. They're they're just meant to be. I guess. I. You know what? Honestly, I didn't. Even now, I don't give a shit about the T.S. Brandy storyline. I was more invested in the Brody Renee. Here's my <clears throat> I gotta here's here's something I was thinking just now. Why didn't they both try to be good suitors? Because think about it, she's gonna realize what was going on if she picked even him, that guy in the yeah, middle. I always thought that was Jeff Anderson. There there is one thing that was a little bit like uh, I thought was a little off. Is Brody says a thing and everyone starts clapping. You see Shannon Hamilton clapping. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm like, but isn't anybody about to murder this motherfucker? Also, well, no, he's like, probably just keeping uh, up appearances. Also seemed like he was way further back in that shot. I don't know about all that, but I'm saying I think he was just keeping up appearances. But um Oh shit. <clears throat> shit, I'm trying to remember what I what I had said. I had said something. Everyone's invested in this. Oh yeah. So why didn't both Brody and T.S. <clears throat> try to be good suitors? Because, like I said, yes. if, even if she Aww. picks Brody, you think Brody's going to go out with Brandy? Aww. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it, it was just, I don't know. It would be more daring if fucking Brody ended up with fucking uh, Brandy. Well, I love that. When he grabs yeah, like <clears throat> I said, like you can definitely tell there's no hard oh, feelings. Oh, jeez. Jeez, guys, get a room. Uh, if only to be T.S. in that moment. Like... <clears throat> um, but yeah, like, I didn't really care about the TS story that much. I don't know, they just seemed like they were just like, like, I think, I think Brody said it best, like, you're both retarded for each other. I hate to use the R word. But it's what he said. <clears throat> yeah. It's fine. You're both, like, it's, it's, that was the, like, that's how everyone, I love how the cops are, I'm gonna drop on the fucking pavement. 
Jesus oh no, Christ. dude! I work on a college campus. Bl- I work the- on a college campus. You s- that shit happens. Is this the Blues Brothers? Jesus Christ! Oh, I love how the guy's hat fell off. Uh oh, oh hey. a sailboat. And this is, <clears throat> and this is where Willem loses it. He's got mustard on his shirts. He's tired. Boom! Why didn't he just try looking at the other ones? Because he wanted to see the sailboat. Um. Also, by the way, I want to know what uh, late 70s, early 80s pr- um, prom he robbed that <laughs> suit from. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm sure. Say Jack. Dude. Who is from Maryland? My mom has prom photos of, like, her and, like, some friends wearing that, that fucking suit. Except the only difference is the tie is black. I love Ben. I love how he's like, what's that? <clears throat> This is where Brody really. This is to me. This is the story. That's why I'm glad that Brody was the one that. Yeah, closed this it. is this is the scene where like you you do <clears throat> learn to like Brody and why you can like him in other viewings is because like he's not all the way a jerk. You know, you can definitely tell he's kind of like masking some of his imperfections and some of his um, insecurities. Now, but this is where you know because he lets it all out. You know, now, he, he opens t- up. Now Shannon said Mallrat. Does that count for a title drop? Uh, no, because he didn't <clears throat> say mall rats. Okay. If he said mall rats, it would okay. count. And this is the big payoff of the everything. What I love about this is it pays off on everything. The sailboat, the Jedi mind trick. It just, <laughs> the sailboat has the best payoff of all of them, though. I'm just saying, like, but it ties into everything. And I just love how, like, this all culminates. That's why I'm like... This movie didn't get the best reviews, but I'm like, why? I thought this was one of the better endings. As I, as I said, you got to remember the like time. The back of the Volkswagen? The time some of these <laughs> movies come out. Poor Volkswagen owners. Because remember, this this movie may not have done well in theaters, but as far as uh, VHS, it made it did gangbusters on tape. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying. Like, it's, it's, I mean, we rented it. It's, 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 the to- it's about the time, you know? I say this all sometimes when 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 I'm jokingly angry about things, I'll say that. I'm like, when do I get this goddamn sailboat? Boom. I don't know how that works, but fuck it. It works. And then here's the most awkward scene probably to film ever. I mean honestly, you you could see that Trish is kinda smirking. I feel like that was a shoot that was so hard to shoot because they were laughing so hard. And I think it, I think it was, yeah I think it was just hard to keep that straight face. Also, Trish kind of looks like Nev Campbell in that shot for some reason. I think it's the hair. I think it's the hair. <laughs> no, this <clears throat> is my this is probably the the, the best line that everyone forgets. Fifteen. I thought she was thirty six. Who's ever looked at a fifteen year old and thought they were like thirty six? And why thirty six? Thirty seven. That's what I'm saying. Mm, that's true. Oh, you know what? Maybe because this technically takes place for, during, before Clerks. Oh, sure. Maybe they thought it would be a fu- yeah. be funny. <clears throat> Great. Oh, okay, make it fast. They lo- I love the one that looks away. The one cop looks away from the punch. I just love the look of distress on Shannon's face before Brody starts punching him. You can, I saw Gil in the background just like staring like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and they're going to, you know, and they're going to do it after this. 
Sailboat. I want to see the goddamn sailboat. <clears throat> I just don't know what the hell's wrong and with here's the me. line. And then here's where Silent Bob says his quintessential venture, excitement, Jedi craze, not these things. And the other thing is, with <clears throat> the exception of the Amy story, this is uh, the first Silent Bob line that's actually uh, this also a, refer- s- a reference to something. This also seems like it's a different set. Right here. Like that wall, I probably is. That wall with the TV does not But yeah, seem see, like, like they kind of make up, yeah. sort of. The wall with the TV just doesn't seem like that was actually there. As the same as when they showed the tape. This is great. I, I God, it's such a good... <clears throat> and I love in Jane and Bob reboot, they do say that they're still together and they have a kid. Yeah. And I think that's really, that's really nice. Brenda... And although, I think I think Shannon Doherty is really great in this movie. Too. Although here's the thing that I just realized after watching this movie. So, so if you really think about it, Brody didn't actually, other than have sex in an elevator, Brody didn't actually like prove anything or any or or like show her anything I different. Think it, I he think literally it, uh, just he literally just tried to get her to break up with Shannon, which doesn't make her a bad him a bad person. Cause I mean it turns out Shannon is a bad person. I think it's more like he showed the initiative. No, I know uh, I agree. No, I agree wants. there, but what I'm saying is at least with Brandy, there was some overt like trying yeah. with TS, whereas with him, not so much. Like it was more about don't try to win her back. Ruin the relationship. And here's the iconic Suzanne uh, song. One of the fo- also, one I of love, the only three Weezer songs I, lo- I like. I love how Brody does the Tonight Show, but they never pay it off like in the rest of the movies. Well, no, he got <clears throat> fired or he oh. quit. Remember? Well, no, because if you if you watch Jane and Bob Strike Back, there's a a, a a newspaper thing with him that says Brody oh. bolts, and it mentions him leaving the Tonight oh, okay, Show. Okay, okay. And here's the iconic Jaws pops out. No, sadly, no one can get married this way anymore. Yeah. I'm sure many people have got married this way after this movie. <clears throat> Great. I guess the witness of the marriage is somewhere over there. Yep, there's the floor. Yeah, you're right. I forgot the floor's there. Yeah, watch. He puts it. He put. I think he puts his hand on her shoulder. That's too. that's nice. Or he gives her a kiss. Oh, as well. Nice. I forgot about the and kiss. Shannon. Oh shit. Yeah. Now, if you watch the extended <clears throat> version of this. Uh, you actually get to see Ben Affleck. This is get, the biggest payoff. Willowman eventually ass. saw the sailboat. Yeah, and I quote that. Yeah, I don't know how much. That's so weird. But like I said, that's my favorite payoff of this whole movie. And also, I like how they they basically hint at Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. With this, and it took what four or five years. It came out two thousand one, I believe. So yeah, like four, like four or five years. Because remember, you still gotta film the thing too. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but like I said, uh, Suzanne is, like I said, the old, one of only th- or three Weezer songs I like. This, Buddy Holly, and, also and that, 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 that Suzanne has the, uh, the Universal. Uh, I know because Universal released it, but it also foreshadowing that they go to Hollywood. I don't think this was on purpose at all. Team of the Fours. I, I was going to say, I think you're, I think you're reaching on that. But I think one. that's a nice, like, coincidence. A nice, uh, what is it? Kismet. Is that what they call it? Uh, that's kismet? it. That, <clears throat> you know, kismet. What the fuck's a kismet? It's like destiny or fate or something like that. Are you talking about like serendipity? That's similar. No, that's Sam- Sama Hayek. Hayek. No, but that's also a phrase. I know. And also, I don't think I Sama Hayek was in that movie. She's in Dogma. Oh, I thought you were talking about the movie. Serendipity. I know. I thought you were talking about the <clears throat> movie Serendipity. No, I'm talking about, we're talking, 
this main title work from Gaijin Studios. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so they're still wa- uh, Wade, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to apologize with you. It is a thing. Yeah. Oh, it's just because you pronounce it more with like a Z sounding. I, I thought it was something else. Uh, they're um, still walking. This is the slowest walk they're walking. Yeah. They're just walking. Well, well, Wade, it took us like five years to get to the movie. They got to walk all five years That's to, true. Get, <clears throat> to get into Jane and Silent Bob. You know what? I really wish the beginning of Jane and Silent Bob Strike Back was them still walking. They never tackle Suzanne in Reboot. I'm guessing Suzanne died. The monkey, yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, they would I forgot what happens to her at the end of Jane Silent Bob, by the end of Jane and Silent Bob Strike Back. Are, is she there with Morris Day in the Time performance? I don't remember. Maybe we should watch that instead of Morris. Shit. <laughs> I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what, guys. The next, uh, the next watch along we're going to do is we're going to watch along with Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, and we're going to find out what happens to Suzanne, because she's in Mallrats, she's in the Clerks cartoon show in the Mutaba Virus episode, yeah. and she's in... The Coronavirus and, she, and she's in uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, so we will um, we'll do that. We'll, well, the well, next, one, next one we'll do. I don't know about next one, because we ha- originally this was not the one we are supposed to do, because we are supposed to do it on Joe, but Joe had stuff to do with the old girlfriend, stuff like that. So... We might do the one with Joe and then do Jane's Silent Bob. You know, because I think Joe really wanted to do the one we originally were going to do. Yeah. But we're like, let's do Mallrats. Fuck it, let's yeah. do Mallrats. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. If the next one, because I don't, because uh, I don't, I don't want to say what it is j- just yet. But building up Buttercup by if, the poops. But if for whatever reason we're in another situation like this and Joe can't yes. do it, the next one will <clears> be. Th- if the next one isn't Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, the third one will be and Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. And as the credits are almost done, uh, let us know um, other movies we should do. Because I really enjoy this. Yeah. And sometimes it's a good break from, you know, deal- dealing with, uh, you know, just the normal news and movie reviews. But I like doing these. Yeah. And I want to do and it again. Let- give us suggestions. Because I, you know, I know that I have a few planned. Like, I think I talked to Colin, who's been on the show. We might do Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Stuff like that. And also, bear in mind, like, who we are, too, with suggestions. Like, obviously, like, if you recommend, like, I don't know, fucking Solo or something. Just watch the even if we, Connection. Even, no, but I'm saying, but even if we did it, I'm not fucking mm-hmm. watching that. That's so fine. if you want my take on that movie, you're not going to get like, it because it, I'm not going to watch yeah, it. If it's a horror movie, it'll probably be me and Joe. And you're not well, really it depends. Well, it depends on the movie. Yeah. I'm just basically saying, like, keep, bear, keep in mind, like, what kind of movie... It is that you want us to review. Special thanks, mom and dad, for having sex all the, those years ago. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and then and 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 like I said, go back and watch the jingle all the way commentary, and then the. Um, oh, I said thanks to watch, John Landis, which yeah. Animal House, and <clears throat> uh, and and uh, go back and watch the first episode. Of watch a crappy wrestling if you want to experience any more of this kind of watch along stuff. And like he said, throw us some suggestions. We hope you had fun. We hope you enjoyed this little experiment for the podcast. Yes. Um, we had a good time. I hope you did, I too. I love this episode. <clears throat> um, I love this movie. With that being said... The um, credits are over. And there's the A. Alphaville. All right, so... I've never been this far past the credits. Janison Bob will return and chase him. Oh, my God! Yeah. yeah. They fucking... Fuck you, Marvel. Um, so yeah, so uh, Fuck that's you, we're gonna wrap this up, tie a little bow on this one, and uh, we'll we'll 
Hit some plugs and yeah. we'll move on. You can follow us on Twitter, Minkinish MCP. You can follow us on Instagram, Minkinish Productions. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Minkinish Productions. We also have a YouTube, the YouTube, uh, which I just released a short film. Uh, it might be on YouTube. If not, it's going to be on vimeo.com slash Minkinish Productions. Um, but our YouTube has Criterion Connection this week's episode. We are doing uh, Eating Raul. We talk about Criterion movies. Uh, I know J- Gary and I are doing B-Movie Den at some point this month, but check out the last episode we did, Deadliest Prey. Um, you know, we do all kinds of stuff. Oh, and of course... Watching Crappy Wrestling. The new course, one. That is on, not just on YouTube. I'm a little late on the YouTube. I'm so sorry about that. But it's definitely always every week on Spotify. That's right. Uh, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everything. Just like, yeah. same stuff that this podcast is on. Except yeah. Stitcher. So, yeah, so, fri- so Friday is... Friday nights for watching crappy wrestling. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's about it for uh, the plugs for Mink and Dish. Uh, wait, and I said Laugh to Die it just came out this past Sunday. Watch it, watch yeah. it, watch it, because Scott and I co-wrote it, and Scott's yeah. in it, and I directed it, and it was super fun. It was I, held, oh, uh, I also held the boom mic. Yes, you're correct. I'm, also the, boom the boom, I'm also the boom man. And the problem, and what I love about it is like, we worked hard at it, yeah. and it was one of the most fun Experiences. I would love to get someone from the cast in. I'm going to get someone oh, from the cast yeah, in. We'll absolutely. talk about the process. And, I, and, and honestly, I just think it's of all the ideas we've come up with, I feel like this is probably the most unique mm-hmm. one that we've come up with. I mean, I'm sure it's probably an idea that's happened in a yeah. movie, but I I haven't seen it. So is take with that what you will. Yeah. But speaking of horror, Wade and I have a horror punk band <laughs> called Meteor King, which you may or may not be aware of. But if you're not, uh, that's okay. You can uh, go to meteorking.bandcamp.com. You can find links there to all of our social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Reverb Nation. We're on YouTube uh, as well. You can find we got a music video for our song Now That I'm Dead on there. You We've got uh, some live video. Uh, we uploaded uh, recently the first performance of the new song Saw When We Rain off the EP. Um, speaking of that, you can purchase it digitally through uh through Bandcamp as well. Uh you can get the new EP, Solomon Rain, you can get the first EP, Della Morte, and you can get our full length album, Lords of the Comet. You can also, if you want to get them on CD, you want physical media, we got you covered. We got all three of those on CD. Um we've got uh t-shirts up there. We've got the white logo. We got the ghost white logo and we've got the comet pink logo. We're running low on both. Um so um you know just <clears throat> keep an eye on that. Um, we've got, uh, patches, we've got pins, uh, we've also, and we've also got new stickers coming your way. So, uh, like I said, if you order physical media, we'll send you a brand new, not just any Meteor King sticker. We're going to send you the brand new die cut Comet Pink Meteor King sticker along with your order. So, um, you know, don't feel free to order. Also, uh, we don't have any really shows to announce right now, but if a show comes out, you know, come out to a show. You can get it there. You don't have to pay shipping. Yes. Uh, you can hang out with us, talk to us. You yes. know, wh- whatever it may be. And uh, you know, we just wanna, we just wanna see see yeah. your your faces. Um, so yeah, so that's all about that. And of course, as Wade mentioned, we got our YouTube page, youtubecom slash Productions. You can catch all productions, Minkadish Productions. We got those the Criterion Connections. We've got the B Movie Dens. We've got the Watching Crappy Wrestlings that are coming up on there. Um, we're probably gonna upload this episode as well onto the YouTube. We got some past podcast episodes on there as well. Um, 
and you know we've got the shorts. So lot 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 to choose from. A lot of stuff going on on there. <clears throat> YouTube.com slash Making Dish Productions. Uh, thumbs up any videos. Let, helps us get uh, factored into YouTube's algorithm. Helps us gain a wider audience. Uh, click the bell so you can get notified. And also make sure to make it personal as well. So that it it guarantees like you're going to get updated on what we do like it's not going to get lost in your things like it's you're going to specifically get updated on uh what we do and you know don't forget to share with people send 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 them send them a video send them a cop uh an episode of the podcast you know whatever it is and also on spotify don't forget to follow us on there as well yes. uh, we really appreciate same with, the, same with this podcast and watch the crappy wrestling yeah you can follow us on spotify yeah those. yeah every follow every like every subscribe everything helps uh it not only helps us get out there but it also helps keep you connected to the universe that we have cultivated we have, for a, ourselves. we have an extended universe um so with that being said i am scott the bot savage along with suede wade and we want to thank you for joining us for this experiment episode 262 and remember keep it clean keep it sweet but most importantly you have got to keep it mint, mint condition. condition sneakers